exactly. Enjoy your resort because you are, you're spending money. Yes to go to the parks, but also yes, to enjoy those resorts and take advantage because there are great restaurants, lounges. There's just so much to do on like, especially, I mean, especially like a deluxe resort, but even at like, you know, moderates and I'm sure at, at the fictional all-star or something, I don't know what that is, but you know, there's probably even at the value, (laughs) whatever it's called. But use it as an experience. So, you know, as as adults who travel all the time, that's what I would say. And oh, festivals, take advantage of the festivals. Oh, yes, definitely. A thousand percent. <laughs> I can say, Sarah, that uh, whenever you said you stayed at the Poly, I just saw Jen's eyes light up and she thought I could just tell her thinking she's one of us. She's one of my people. I love her already. <laughs> Oh, we, we've definitely done our time staying in the values. I, there's mm-hmm. a whole trip where we were at all-star sports and, you know, you got to learn some lessons the hard way every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Welcome back, Jen. Well, thanks, Dave. Finally, you're back on the show after giving me the, the keys to the to the car for a week or so and I get to talk about all stars. Did you wreck it? Did you wreck it? No, I did not. I talked about all stars, which I know. So you wrecked the car. I got it. You're like, I don't know what that means. What is what is all stars? I'm confused. (laughs) Why did you talk about something fictional? Well, I talked about it when you weren't there. So that way you didn't have to come up with something and you didn't have to be like, yes, I'm reading what you wrote me. Yes, I love the all stars. They are a great place for the families to go, go to Riviera. That's what you need. Book the Grand. Book the Grand. Welcome back. And of course, uh, this is episode 162 of the Main Street Electric Podcast. And we've got our good friend, Sarah, from, from Purple Banana Travel. And you know what? I'm not even sure I know your last name. I just know Sarah Goes Bananas. Because that's I'll what I've been Sarah Goes Bananas. For like I love six that. straight months, it's just Sarah Goes Bananas. It's Ghost Bananas. No last name. It's Jen, like Cher like, or... Uh, yes. Right? Yeah, I'm exactly. just Sarah I, Goes Bananas. I, I told Jen, I'm like, yeah, so Sarah Goes Bananas is going to be on the show. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. She knew exactly who I was talking this, about. This is literally... <laughs> in Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. She's like, oh, yeah. Uh, the other day, Sarah Goes Bananas. Posed, and, uh, <laughs> this is just how we... Yeah, it's my first and last name now. I'm good with that. Pretty much. Exactly. And I think we're friends on Facebook now. And I was like, I guess I could look on Facebook, but it's just Sarah Goes Bananas. So there you go. And we'll get to all that in just a minute. But first, Jen, I'm going to ask you, how did you Disney this week? Oh, I'm copping out this week. I wore, I'm wearing my newer Walt Disney World shirt. It's bright blue and it's got sparkles and it makes me happy. And it has the castle on it. So, and this is a week you need happy because it's been a crazy two weeks for you. It has been, I, I just, I have not really had space to breathe for two solid weeks and I don't see much of an end in sight. So that's okay. It's like you own a travel agency, a successful agency. It's like you have a whole, you know, a couple of dozen people under your care and you're having to sign things and talk to vendors and have interviews. And it's just, it's, I don't understand Jim. You act like all of this is true. I know. (laughs) (laughs) exactly now sarah i could ask you now how did you disney this week yeah uh we were in florida on a family vacation and so we stayed at the polynesian and we didn't go into the parks 
approve approve yeah i love this that. Is a very unique disney trip for us um five out of six of my family members are pass holders and so we get to go fairly often mm -hmm. but uh this was just a few days before we headed to the beach to just kind of you know hold some space while we were traveling and when we snagged a night at the poly, I was like, well, I want to be at the poly. I don't want to be in the park. So right. we just hung out at the poly Love and it, it was, it was really amazing. Well, especially given how hot it is in Florida, that was the yes. right choice. Yeah. <laughs> the pool is where your kids actually want to be on vacation. And so they got a whole lot of that. We spent just about two full days in the pool with a quick break for Dole Whip. Lovely. Oh, mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> perfection. This yeah, is like the perfect vacation. This is fantastic. It, yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> well, I was here in the hot Alabama sun, and it's not the hot Florida sun, but it might as well be because we don't get the benefit of theme parks. All we have is hot. That's it. It's like it was 94 degrees yesterday, and I think that it felt like 117 or something. It's just it's insane. And it's the humidity as well. And it's just the humidity is just awful. And so my um my my escape basically is to go to the movies. If I'm not in the house, I go to the movies and I got to see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny this past week. Uh got to see mm. an opening night. I'm a big Indiana Jones fan. I thought the first three movies are incredible. My favorite is Temple of Doom. I'm in the vast minority with this, which both other both films, okay. Last Crusade and Controversial. Are both fantastic <laughs> films. So I'm not it's almost like I'm picking out my favorite cheesecake and the cheesecake factory, you know, counter. All the cheeks are good. I just might like one a little bit more than the others, you know. Um, Dial of Destiny, I thought was great. I thought it was a great wrap up to the series. I thought it was just really well done. I thought the story was fun. It does have kind of some of those in the third act, some of those moments of like, okay, this is kind of odd that they took it this direction. <laughs> but also in Raiders, people's faces melted off. And in Temple of Doom, That's you got true. a guy with his heart ripped out. And the last crusade, they walked accurate. across a, an invisible bridge and got a, the, the cup that Jesus mm. drank water out of. So. True fantastical is not really a word that comes to mind that, that's too far fetched for some of these um i, I didn't mean. care for crystal skull but i thought this was i thought it was really good i thought it was really really well families can see this it does have some violence in it because a lot of these movies do but it's more of a actiony kind of violence you don't see a lot of blood you don't see a lot of bloodshed nobody's getting really like tore up or anything um you know violently and stuff it's just it's part of the story so fan of the movie i suggest it and jenny said your parents saw it right yeah they loved it they were big fans yeah. Mm -hmm. good so good, good. Now, Sarah, i don't really know curious i'm really yes. curious what what cheesecake are you going to order if you're at the cheesecake factory you know i probably i'm a big fan of just plain cheesecake but i also like blueberry cheesecakes strawberry cheesecakes anything with like the the fruit topping on it everything i'm a big fan of those i don't like nuts i don't like pecans peanuts anything like the turtle i don't really get into that um new york style cheesecake is fantastic though and there is a place in town which i think it's actually closed they used to serve warm cheesecake with whipped cream on top. So the whipped cream would melt over the cheesecake and it was delicious. And yeah, I can't really eat that now because I'm trying to uh, wait for the fall. It's just, it's, I know I, it sounds I weird. That I, that's oh, weird. So it was delicious. That's, so, ugh, so good. Disagree. And yeah, that was how they were, <laughs> that's how they were known in town, which unfortunately, again, they closed down. So maybe they weren't known as well as they should have. <laughs> well, maybe it's because their cheesecake was warm. <laughs> <laughs> so we met Sarah just as a, kind of behind the scenes. We met Sarah at the uh, at the race in February for the half princess or the half princess, the half marathon, princess marathon. And well, we, we were, were running the 5K. Let's be very clear yeah. about that. Yes, we None were running of the 5K. Full transparency. The event was the half uh, marathon, but it was the 5K itself. And uh, of course, I met Sarah actually on the Wish a couple weeks before that. Mm -hmm. And um, which was great because I got to go. It was a travel agency thing where a lot of travel agencies sent people. And, and I got to go and meet a bunch of great people and a few people I'm still talking to, including Sarah. Uh, herself and, and then of course we found out uh, ran into her at the at the 
at the marathon. And, you know, we're all there. We're all waiting on Kyla, 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 whose bus was just rerouted like 15 oh, times. She couldn't times. get there, which I guess is kind of serendipitous because had her bus been there on time, I don't know that we would have run into Sarah because right. she came rain, running in as we were waiting. And I was like, hey, and she was like, hey, and we did the whole thing. You, hey, you texted me thing. like I was not I was there all by myself. And all of a sudden you messaged me and was like, was that you who just yes, I saw security? you by. Well, you yes. walked by in a group of people. And I thought that was your that yep. was your mob. I thought that was your people. And so um, you're like, no, I'm by myself. So you circle back around. And, you know, I was like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, hey, Jim, this is Sarah. Hey, Sarah. And of course, hey. Jim does it with a stranger. And you met everybody. And then Kylie comes in. And so Sarah joined us. And we got to all run together. We got to all run slash mostly walk slash sometimes run together, which was great. I mean, but we just have rights. It's fine. It was fun. It was a fun time. So Sarah it was a wonderful become, time. We Run Disney events friends. are always better with people. So I was so yes. grateful that y'all made room for me in your circle and that we could do oh, that please. together. Absolutely. Well, that was, it was a lot of fun. And I'm glad, I'm glad that Jen liked you because she's very picky about people. I'm just, I'm just kidding. She <laughs> likes everybody until she doesn't. But uh, well, just like well, I, I am actually registered for the half next February. Are so you? I'm going to do the 5k oh. and the half. Oh, yeah. See, I thought about the 5K and the 10K, but I was like, I don't want to spend $250 on this. I just don't because I had already spent money on the virtual for this summer and the Jollywood tickets were coming out. So I'm I'm like, my budget's like, no, please don't do this anymore. Just, you know, my my wife's like, I'm having to answer questions. Anytime my wife calls me downstairs from my office, she's like, hey, come down here. Come down there. And she's, I see her looking at a bank statement online. So tell me what this charge is here. And no, just don't look. Just pay it. Don't look. Which Disney charges this? Well, yep. here's the deal. So, uh, and Sarah Goes Bananas is on Instagram and has an incredible following on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I love your posts on Instagram. They're very informative. They're very fun. Um, and I've actually sent you several questions going, how'd you do that? So you're always great about like, responding on do this, do this, do this, which is awesome. So make sure you follow Sarah Goes Bananas on there. Of course, you're with Purple Travel Banana. And can you tell the story real Close. quick? Purple, I'm sorry, Purple Banana Travel. Yes. That's what I mean. Yes. Yes. Words mixed up sometimes I get. Um, so tell me a little bit about Purple Banana. Where did that name even come from? What is that? Oh, even that's mean? a great question. And we actually have our own podcast. If you go to Disney Vacations Demystified, mm-hmm. episode one tells our origin story. And uh, we knew from the get-go that we wanted to be a fun agency that's maybe a little bit disruptive in the Disney travel space. It seems like everybody is um, magical castles and confetti mm-hmm. travel or some something right. like that, right? right. And we wanted something completely different because we know that we do things a little bit different. We're cool with that. So we tried on all kinds of like fruit plus a color or animal plus a color or something like that. And our working title became Purple Banana. And when my business partner, Erica, pitched that, she said, it's not this because this is ridiculous. But let's just <laughs> call like we didn't have a title yet. So like, okay, we just started calling it this. And we talked and talked for hours and couldn't figure out anything else. And so I finally said to her on the phone, I said, we better stop calling it purple banana or we're going to get stuck here. And, and there you are. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. Travel. Yep. Yeah. So I actually, uh, after like 24 hours of chewing on this, went and Googled and thought like, okay, what else is out there? That's purple banana that I need to be aware of. And it turns out that purple banana is lyrics in a Prince song in the song. Let's go crazy. That song talks all about creating nice the kind of life that you want, even when it doesn't make sense to anybody else, right? Like mm-hmm. do it, do it your way. And it says, uh, let's go look for purple bananas till they throw us in the truck. And as soon as I saw it, I knew that that was it sold. <laughs> so here nice. we are. Well, I guess if you have a division for adults only vacations, that would be the raspberry beret division. If we're going for Prince lyrics. Um, 
So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's gonna get us <laughs> Sorry, Marcy. So love it. I, I and I love the fact that we all, of course, can all be friends and all work together on this and everything. And this is and because the best thing all... about the Disney space is that oh, there's so room great. for everybody to yeah. do it their own way. Absolutely. And there's more families going to Disney than any of us could realistically right. care for. And so your people are going to find you, David. My people are going to find me. And yep. we're just going to all do this together and be friends. Exactly. I love it. That's I love the it. way and we're all friends. I even told And that's the way we've always operated. And that's, yeah. I don't yep. like that. there's enough for everybody. It's okay. So. <laughs> the table always expands for good people. That's right. Yes. The that's whole correct. boat floats. Everybody floats. When well, the, the tide rises. The tides are floats. rising. The tide is uh-huh. higher <laughs> you're, than I can. You're operate. almost Whatever. there. Almost there, David. Exactly. <laughs> I'm circling around until I get there. Uh, but speaking of travel, we're going to talk about travel hacks today. And I thought yes. Sarah Goes Bananas would be a great person to have on for this because your, 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 your Instagram is a lot of travel hacks. Your Instagram is a lot of, hey, guys, have you thought about this, thought about doing that? So I have a list of topics here and not just Disney. We'll get to Disney in a minute. But I kind of want to talk some just through some basic travel hacks from people, things they need to know, things maybe they're not thinking about uh first would be passports um let's just say somebody mm. wants to get a passport for the very first time like, like this was me a couple of years ago i'd never gotten a passport before i uh, went to get my passport went to the local drugstore they had a passport thing the guy for whatever reason told me i wasn't allowed to smile in my picture so i have this very dour like eh, frown look i hate my passport picture which i guess Everybody hates theirs. Everybody but, hates their passport but mine picture. is yeah. mine is terrible. <laughs> I look like a serial killer. It doesn't awful. matter. Every, um, everybody but does. <laughs> is it is it true that you're not allowed to smile? Can you give any kind of expression in your passport picture? You're supposed to have a neutral expression in your maybe passport that's what photo. Yeah, maybe he mm-hmm. couldn't come up with the word neutral. I don't know. Like, I think I did like a little like half like a half smile. And they didn't so yell at me, so I'm like, okay, we're gonna. So you wouldn't look sociopathic. My wife's got my wife got one. Stephanie has a big smile on hers. I mean, now she's not like grinning like oh uh, like that, but just a she's smiling on her new passport. And I'm like, see, I'm just I look neutral is smiling for me. <laughs> yes. So what do we need to know about passports? What do we need to know? What do people need to know that have they ever got a passport before? What are some things that they need to know off the top? Off the top? Well, number one, you got to plan way ahead right now. The backlog Mm -hmm. for passports to process once you've applied is exponentially longer than it actually should Mm -hmm. be. And so don't wait till the last minute. Just get it done. As soon as you book that trip, put your application and get your photos done. Mm -hmm. And then don't stress. You don't need anything more to stress about in your life. Right. Because it is. And, And also, I mean, I'll say even if you expedite, it's still right now, like what, six to eight weeks, I think even for expedited passports, which yeah. is bananas. <laughs> it is bananas. I actually had a friend who paid for expedited passports for her entire family. Mm-hmm. And four of them came in quick-ish, like in that six to eight weeks. Yeah. One of them took 17 weeks and it was expedited. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't even count on expedited if you really yeah. need it in a short timeline. I might find an office near you where you can do a same day appointment. Yeah. Uh, and if you've got a trip coming up and it's really becoming urgent, reach out to your congressman and see if they can mm-hmm. help. Absolutely. What about expiration dates? I've often heard that your passport, even if your passport expires yeah. after your trip, there still needs to be a buffer zone there of expiration. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For most countries, it's actually six months minimum with two blank pages on your passport. Right. So if you're going on a trip, say September, and your passport expires in November, you need to go ahead and get your passport taken care of like right now, because that's, mm-hmm. that's too, too close of a, too close of a little window mm-hmm. there. So it does cool. depend on the country, but yeah, most countries. Now, when I'd you're renewing a passport, yeah. is, there, 
is there anything else we need to know about renewing any differences on that? I mean, is it something, something different you do other than just check that new box? I think renewing by mail is so much easier. Go so get new easier. photos taken and just mail the right. thing in. They're going to send you a renewal application when mm -hmm. you hit that expiration date. So just, just do that. Yeah, totally. Still easy. Yeah. Easy, easy. When it comes to cruises, I've had clients that ask me about passports. Do I need a passport and closed loop cruise? I tell them no, because honestly, you don't have to get a passport. You really officially don't, but I highly recommend that you do. I highly recommend that you do. If you're leaving the country mm -hmm. for any reason, even if you're just going mm -hmm. to Bahamas for three days, Doesn't matter. coming back, you know, even if you don't want to get all the kids passports, even if it's just too much, make sure you and, and your spouse have passports. Make sure the adults have them at least. Um, so at least you'll have something there because um, you know, it can be pricey. But but um, why would you tell people to get passports for even closed loop cruises that seem pretty innocuous, pretty, pretty easy? Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that if my feet are on foreign soil, I want to have a passport on my person. So mm -hmm. I don't even leave it in the safe in my room. It's on me when I'm getting off the ship. If something happens, I have a medical emergency. I miss the ship departure time. If you're in a foreign country without your passport, you have very few options and it can yeah. be very difficult to deal with those. Mm -hmm. So Again, I just like low stress. I don't want to worry about something happening and not having right. the resources available. Know where your embassy is in the country mm -hmm. that you're traveling mm -hmm. to and have yep. your passport on you. That's like non-negotiable for me when I'm traveling. And also leave a copy of your passport at home with somebody trusted. Um, mm -hmm. And then I always keep a copy as well. So yes, I have my physical passport on me, right. but mm -hmm. I also keep a copy of my passport in a separate location from where my physical passport is. Because right. again, if God forbid something happens, the passport's lost or stolen, mm -hmm. you have a copy of that to take to the embassy to- Correct. You know, Here's a really help. easy hack. Yeah. You can actually scan it with your phone and text it to yourself, text it to your spouse, text mm -hmm. it to a trusted friend. You've got a or your travel copy. agent, which we would or your, love. Or your travel or advisor. Your travel agent. Yeah. Yep. And then you've <laughs> exactly. got a digital copy that you can access while you're traveling. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's mm -hmm. a that's a really good that's really good to know because I don't like the idea of any sentence starting with, okay, we need to find the embassy in the country. That's a bad day. That's just <laughs> that's a bad day all around. <laughs> not a good day. <laughs> not a good day at all. Uh, let's talk about flights. Um, flights are crazy right now and not oh just crazy gosh. expensive, but the, the TSA is the lines are just in, insane. And of course I shared the story coming back from Pittsburgh. I thought I had plenty of time and the, the, the TSA line was literally out the door onto the sidewalk where the road was from the airport, which is um, so weird, which is and it was, this was five in the morning, five in the morning. And I had everybody, so including yourself, Jen from Pittsburgh going, I've never heard of this happening. Never. Holy crap. Um, my biggest thing on, on TSA pre-check is, is get pre-check get it. It lasts like five years. I mean, yes, it's even if you don't have a lot of money, it's you know, 80, 90 bucks out of your pocket, which is a little, it can be a little much depending on who you are, but it's going to save you so much time in the long run. Um, there are a few airports, of course, that, that, you know, struggle with it. Denver, I've heard that sometimes theirs closes randomly. Uh, I've been to Denver before when their TSA wasn't, TSA pre-check wasn't open, had to go through the regular line. David, I think you, from, from, from experience, we know that Orlando closes at 8 p.m. Yes. And they will also close <laughs> at 8 p.m. So find out from the airport. If you have night flights, find out, does your TSA pre-check close at a certain time? You can always call the airport, call the airport line, go online. Mm -hmm. um, but pre-check, I think is just a must. Make sure you do that. Mm -hmm. So what are some and travel I'll, hacks when it comes I'll to say flight, this, the, flying? The times that I have been to an airport where the pre-check line was closed. Mm -hmm. I have to go through the regular line, but they've given me a card that says I have pre-check. So I yep. still get to keep my shoes on yes. and leave yep. my electronics in the bag. So it's not really safe. Well, it is saving me time, saving me the convenience of unpacking all my stuff. Yeah. 
right. uh, even if I have to wait in the regular line. So it's, it's still not as it. bad. It's not as bad at all. And I would actually even posit that if you're somebody who goes out of the country a fair amount, or even like once a year, if for the extra fit, because it's 85 for TSA pre-check, mm-hmm. it's a yep. hundred for global entry. Just bump that up by 15 bucks. Just, just get, get global, global entry. entry. I agree. That's <laughs> yeah. totally worth it. Totally. Yeah. Like, especially in Atlanta. I'm sorry. You lay over in Atlanta. You're like, oh, that, that was $15 well spent. <laughs> so global entry, does it serve as your pre-check plus a few extra benefits or do you have, yes. do you have to do both? Now, it if you have a pre-check, as- can you bump up the book? Can you pay the difference to global entry? Is that something you have to get done? No, so. I think you have to apply. Yeah. See, I'm only have to pre-check. Reapply. I do too. I only have pre-check and I'm kicking myself. I wish that I'd had the hindsight to say like, oh, you're going to be traveling internationally. Go get global. See, Jen, I blame you for this. You should have told me this. It's my travel advisor. You should have let me know these things. It's just, uh, this is on you. This is on. Sometimes <laughs> credit cards, uh, travel credit cards will also yes. reimburse you for global mm-hmm. entry That's or true. TSA pre-check application fees. So check on what's in your wallet mm-hmm. and see if you can get a freebie that way. Absolutely. What's in your wallet? Very good. Um, <laughs> let's talk about flights themselves, booking the flights, flying. Uh, now, I, I fly Southwest. I'm very minimal. And a lot of time, most of the time, I actually fly myself, um, just by myself. And sometimes I'll fly with the family. But as I'm going through agency trips and stuff, it's just me. I'm somebody who you know does the 24 hours immediately because I like I like the window seat. I love a window seat versus an aisle seat. Hate the middle. Um, you know, So I'm pretty good about getting the, the window seats and stuff. But uh, I'm going to buy early bird. I'm too lazy. So it depends on what it is. It depends on what it is. And I actually was going to do that in Pittsburgh, except for the, the line was ridiculous. And so I didn't get any of that. But I will say this as a parent of an autistic child, when traveling with an aut- autistic child, get your medical uh, exemption on your ticket. If you don't have it already, go to the go to the desk, get it on there. What that allows you to do is a lot of times it'll allow you to board first. Now we try to get the bulkhead. We try to get right there in the front where they have the open space. There's no tray table and everything, but it allows our child to when we were able to safely get up, it allows him a little bit of room to move. He's not kicking the back mm-hmm. of a seat. He has his iPad. If he wants to stand up in that little area, he can. We've actually had him on the floor there playing, playing with his Thomas trains because he doesn't bother anybody. He's right there. Now, occasionally we get on, there are people in wheelchairs sitting there. We have to go back to other seats. Um, but typically we try to get the bulkhead. We try to do that because we board first. So that's a travel hack I can definitely say as a special needs parent is something we try to do every single time. And not just for us, because I like having a tray table. Um, so I have to give that up, but it's for the benefit of the passengers, because again, he's not kicking the seats. He's not bothering anybody because he's up there in his own little corner of the uh, of the plane itself. So travel hacks from you guys. What are, what are some things that well, maybe- I have a question about? for you about yeah. pre-boarding yes. with mm-hmm. the medical certificate. Yep. Can one parent pre-board or do you have to be pre-boarding with- the person who has the medical it endorsement. depends. Usually they tell you that one parent and the child or the, whoever the person is can board. Most of the time they will let us board together. Um, and we'll just ask, we talk to the gate agent right there and say, hey, we're you know, medical pre-check, or we're, we're pre-boarding. And most of the time they'll say, yeah, you know, mom, dad, you both can go on with your child. Okay, because they know that we're going to save the seat regardless. I mean, that's what happens every single time. Mm-hmm. My wife just puts mm-hmm. down a jacket on the, on the seat. Um, occasionally they will say, okay, just one parent, the child, and she'll go on and try to save the seat. Or sometimes I'll sit behind him. So he's not banging the seat and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, usually we, we can board together. So we can't bring the whole family on, which like if we have grandparents, yep. just, like everybody sure. can't come on at once. Sure. Um, but yeah. I the, asked because the, somebody recommended this to me uh, the other day and they suggested instead of pre-boarding with your young children, that mm-hmm. one parent should go on, get your stuff settled in your seat, get your stuff in the overhead. And then mm-hmm. your kids aren't sitting there like in that stressful time where people are putting things over their head right. and people are walking past mm-hmm. them. And 
I don't know. I thought to myself, I don't know it's if a, airlines are going to allow that, but it's a smart way to think about that, that your, mm-hmm. your kids are, you're burning mm-hmm. off energy yep. outside at the yep. gate and you're the last one to get on knowing that somebody you else in your party has yeah. already secured seats and gotten your stuff stowed. Well, and that's a good idea too. And it really is going to be dependent on the airline and dependent mm-hmm. on the child itself. Like our child loves airplanes. So when we get on, he's automatically looking out the window immediately. He's playing with his belt buckle. He's looking around the corner in the cockpit. He loves being on the plane itself. He cannot wait to get on that plane. So for him, it's it's dandy for him to be on that plane. He's great. Other children, you may maybe the exact same thing as you're saying. They may not want to sit there on the airline because it's a good 30 minutes before you actually do anything once you get mm-hmm. on board. So that again is a parental decision, parental decision. Talk to the gate agent, see what you can work out. If it's something where you're like, hey, my child needs to stay out here. We want to board last, but we can't sit in the back of the plane. Talk to them. I it, I would guess that the airlines are going to work with you on that, especially if you have that on your ticket. But you got to get that on your ticket. A lot of times you do that at the gate when you arrive uh, with your with your people and get your ticket from the gate. So this is probably the one piece of advice I would give to anybody when you need something, whether it's a medical need or Mm -hmm. something else, you've Mm got to ask for what you want. Right. Yeah. Be nice about it. Of course. Yes. Yes. Ask kindly, smile, ask how the gate agent's day Mm -hmm. is going, all those things to be a good human. And you'll be amazed when you just very clearly communicate what you need. So many times they're going to go out of their way to accommodate you and help you have a good Mm -hmm. experience. Absolutely. And I would go that the kindness goes for all of this um, because yes. the people behind the counter typically are not making the decisions. They're going on the information they have or what they've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, even every now and then, even if they decide that they can make the decision, but they choose not to do it in your favor, I'm guessing there's usually a reason for that. So, you know, you're going to get more by being nice, by being kind, especially if it ever comes up later, you can say, Hey, I wasn't the one screaming. I didn't yell. I right. kept everything on the level, you mm-hmm. know, and this is what happened versus, right. Yeah. I kind of lost my temper and I threw some stuff at him and I threw coffee at him and they yelled at me and it was all bad. Don't let that happen. Don't, <laughs> don't let that happen. You don't want that to happen. So any other flight hacks, I know there's a thousand flight hacks, but anything off top of mind, like one or two things you can think of that uh, people might want to know. During the pandemic, I flew Frontier a lot. I was living in Chicago and air travel was super inexpensive. Mm-hmm. So I learned that um, on those budget carriers, they you have to pay extra to get a seat assignment. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to do that. So I've learned that if I'm flying one of those and I don't pay for a seat assignment, especially if I'm by myself, if I wait to check in until like I'm at the airport, I need a boarding pass to get through security, but mm-hmm. I'm checking in as late as I possibly can, because they're going to start assigning seats from the back of the airplane and work their ah, way up. Good to know. And the longer I waited, especially if I could find the page on the website that would show me the seat map, I could mm-hmm. sort of strategically time that and either get myself an aisle seat, which is my preference, or so many times as a single traveler, I would end up in their extra stretch section nice. because they were out of seats in the back of the airplane. I like Nicely that. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Work the system. I like it. Very, very good. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about driving, renting cars. And I, as I Ooh. mentioned before, uh, my sister-in-law, and I can share this story really briefly, but my sister-in-law had an experience where they were whole fam- her family was going to out west. They were going to go driving through California, Oregon, Washington, kind of take a, like a 10-day trip you know, out there. And they got to Seattle, and my sister had gone on to Priceline.com and rented a, rented a car, rented an SUV. Well, apparently got rerouted somehow and rented on the page that is for international travelers. Now, she signed up for American dollars. She had a price set up and everything. She had everything printed out. She got to the counter and, and the counter at budget told her, yeah, we can't rent you this car because you are you signed up for an international traveler and you're American, so we can't do it. 
And of course, she'd already been to the airport several hours and went back and forth, back and forth. And of course, they came back with the, well, here's what we're going to do for you versus, of course, she was very upset. because She's like, you don't need to do anything for me. This is what I paid for. <laughs> we have a car. Right. Um, they, they basically strong armed her into getting insurance. Um, and so she had to sign up for insurance and she's having to call the credit card company, that whole thing. So my advice on this, if you choose to use Priceline, Expedia, Hotwire, Kike, any of those kind of discount sites, know what you're getting into. Also understand too, that when you talk to those, like the hotel or the, the car company or whoever you're talking to that you rented for, note that they're working with those companies as well. You've worked for that company. They're going to direct you to go to that price line versus we're going to help you here because you've mm -hmm. now worked with Priceline to negotiate a price versus mm -hmm. working with us directly. And that's mm -hmm. going to make it very, very hard. So just understand the risks that when you do that, you can save some money. And most of the time, it's probably going to work out just fine for you. But just know that, especially during the pandemic, we heard horror stories of people losing their money mm -hmm. um, because they couldn't get refunds on anybody because in the contract in tiny print, it says something like, you know, if there's this going on, we don't refund anything or whatever. Mm -hmm. So just understand that you probably should just call your travel planner. And there's something to be said about paying a little extra for the security of knowing that you're going to be okay. There's something mm -hmm. about that I think is, is a big deal. So um, renting cars, driving, what do we need to know travel hack wise? Well, one thing, and the, this is important, and even when we rent cars for people, mm -hmm. whomever, because you still have to give a credit card when you get yes. to, you know, even if it's prepaid, right? Yep. You still have to give them a credit card at the counter for incidentals or whatever, if you mm -hmm. take longer. Um, the credit card must match the driver's license name. That yes. has to be a thing. You're not going to have grandma paying for the car, but, you know. Right. Jim Bob is, you know, is, is doing the driving. <laughs> right. Jim Bob is giving his license. Jim Bob's got to have a credit card. So right. those have to match. Very good. Very good. Also, and I learned this too a couple of weeks ago, do not come to a credit card. Um, do not come to the to the rental place with a debit card because Ooh, most of the places will not rent one. to you. Had this happened with a friend of mine, our, our agent Emily, and I was with her when she was getting her car, and I had to put my credit card down because all she had was a debit card, which makes sense. Because if they're going to charge you at the end, what if you don't have money into your account? Then that's a whole thing. So she came out with only a debit card. She was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know why I didn't bring my credit card. And uh, so don't show up with just a debit card. Make sure you have a card in hand. Also, also they will freeze your money if you do use a debit money. card. Exactly. Exactly. And I will. And we're not none of us are ever going to tell you to get or not get insurance. That is a personal decision with your travel planner. You can discuss you can have. Just know what you're getting. And know mm -hmm. what you've already got, because you may yes. or may not need it, depending on what you already have in your own mm -hmm. life with, with coverage. So that's just a, an idea there as right. well. So Sarah, go bananas. Any thoughts on renting cars and driving? Well, and, and Yes. Yeah, speaking of not needing it, so many clients ask me for their Disney vacation specifically, mm -hmm. should I rent a car? Because they want to get from the airport. Maybe they want to go someplace else in town. I, I don't think it's worth it when we're at Disney. It's a hassle to park. Right. It takes time. Yep. And it to me, but using Disney transportation is part of the fun. So right. forego it. There's so many easy ways to get to the airport from your resort or vice versa. And getting back and forth to the parks is pretty simple. Disney's got a right. system for you. Mm -hmm. So just forego the expense of a rental car. Yeah. Agreed. And and if you want to go somewhere else, you could always use an Uber or a Lyft. Like if you are yes. going offsite yep. or something. Yep. And yes. honestly, it's probably going to even help and you'll probably still be spending less than Correct. the gas and the mm -hmm. rental and it's that correct right now what we do and this is great we can transition in disney as well we go every march and as i mentioned before our, our child has a doctor in, in uh, melbourne florida so we go and we go to the doctor and then we we wrap we take a two-hour appointment and wrap a seven-day disney trip around it which is 
fitting. Um, makes sense, honestly. But we will but... rent a car for the first day. We'll rent a car. We'll go to Publix and Whole Foods that night, get all that we need for his special diet, snacks and things like that. Um, and then we'll turn it in the next morning. And what we'll do is you go to the car care center and turn it in and they will they will shuttle you to your to your uh, to your resort for free. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, which is you have to know. And I forget, is it National Alamo and enterprise it's national and it's enterprise uh i don't know if enterprise actually it's alamo and just national i think it's just those two okay maybe just those two you can always call and check but there's a certain ones they they will rent or they will pick up from there uh don't show up there with like a hertz or navis because i don't really take them there but um but yeah they will they will take the car from you you know and they will shuttle you to your uh to your place or they will come pick you up from your resort to bring you there to pick up a car if you need it so it's a very cool system they have in place for rental cars but sarah goes bananas is right i don't do a lot of rental cars other than just the necessary we have to go to whole foods we have to run around go to the doctor and then let's get rid of the car because we want to ride the skyliner because we love the Mm -hmm. skyliner (laughs) and there's so many ways if you need groceries or something sometimes private transfer companies will stop at a grocery store for you so you can Mm -hmm. have a little bit of time to shop but you can also Instacart and have groceries delivered right to your resort. So if that's the only reason that you're renting a car, you still don't yeah. need one. Agreed. Very cool. Yep. Uh, and also you can call our good friends at Bluebird Gifting Company. That's right. Uh, which does a lot of pickup and delivery. Now, I don't know that she's going to do full on grocery delivery yet, but if you need a case of water, contact her. She might be able to help you out there and kind mm-hmm. of bring you a few things here and there. Uh, our good friend, Emily, who does a lot of this in, in town and she's having a great business and it's awesome. And we'll have contact information uh, later on. But uh, let's talk Disney real quick um, because we could spend the next four hours talking Disney travel uh, yeah. hacks. We really, really could. My biggest travel hack for disney is simply this meter your expectations understand you cannot do it all you're not going to be able to whether you've been there once or 50 times there are probably still things you have never done i've been there probably 30 times there are still things i have yet to do places i have yet to eat um thing place you know things i have yet to see because i just haven't had time to do them yet um you always work with your travel planner get a good plan in place about what's the most important thing to do. What a, time, a lot of times mm-hmm. that we would tell our children, our children, I would tell children <laughs> simply or tell parents to tell children this, Hey kids, what are the one or two or three things you want to do the most, the absolute most you want to do. We're going to mm-hmm. make sure those things are done. Everything else is just kind of wrapped around it. And then Sarah yeah. with kids, uh, you have some great ideas. Cause I, again, I follow your page. So give us some, some parenting tips on uh, taking your kids to Disney. Yeah, we've got four kids and they span a pretty big age range. So we've got teens all the way down to a preschooler. That means everybody wants to do something different. So number one, just don't feel like your family has to stay together all the time. There's there's so many moments that I've taken. Uh, maybe I'm going to take a younger kid while my husband takes the older kids on something bigger. And so there's no reason for people to be standing around doing nothing at Disney. Split up, let kids mm-hmm. do what matches their interests or height requirements. And then you're going to have some anchor points in your schedule, like meals or parades or fireworks. Mm -hmm. You're going to have plenty of family time. You're actually doing yourself a favor by scheduling some apart time on your family vacation so that everybody gets what they need. Yeah. The larger the family, the more that is, that is so important because I love grandma and grandpa. They love our grandkids. They love all of us. But sometimes you're like, you know what, grandparents, y'all go over here We'll mm-hmm. go over there and we'll have a good time, a good mm-hmm. time separately. Um, Jen, you, of course, don't travel with children very often um, because you have none of your own. It's just you and your hubs a lot of times. <laughs> so travel tips for the for the couple, for the people without children um, that like to go to the Disney a lot. What are what are some things that maybe they need to know if without without kids? 
Um, so if you're going without kids, of course, you have a little bit more flexibility because it's just the two of you. We are huge fans of taking breaks midday for a nap mm-hmm. because um, as an adult, a nap is basically the best vacation thing you can ever do in your life. It's like, yes. I have mm-hmm. guilt-free sleep right now. <laughs> don't have to work. <laughs> don't have to do whatever else. So don't be afraid to do that. And then go back in the evening because while the families are you know, ready for the fireworks or eating dinner or taking the kids back because they're having a meltdown, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yep. you yep. are enjoying cooler temperatures and some shorter lines as well. So also as an adult, if you want to rope drop, awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like you have to rope drop because um, guess what? Yep. It'll still be there and you can sleep in because again, <laughs> is wonderful. We'll get there. Enjoy when we get your there. Resort. Exactly. Enjoy your resort because you are, you're spending money. Yes to go to the parks, but also yes, to enjoy those resorts and take advantage because there are great restaurants, lounges. There's just so much to do on like, especially, I mean, especially like a deluxe resort, but even at like, you know, moderates and I'm sure at, at the fictional all-star or something, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but you know, there's probably even some- at the value, <laughs> whatever it's called. But use it as an experience. So, you know, as as adults who travel all the time, that's what I would say. And oh, festivals, take advantage of the festivals. Oh, yes, definitely. A thousand percent. <laughs> I can say, Sarah, that uh, whenever you said you stayed at the Poly, I just saw Jen's eyes light up and she thought I could just tell her thinking she's one of us. She's one of my people. I love her already. <laughs> Oh, we, we've definitely done our time staying in the values. I, there's mm-hmm. a whole trip where we were at all store sports and, you know, you got to learn some lessons the hard way every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest, uh, and I'll come at this as a parent of, again, special needs at Disney. My biggest, one of my biggest travel hacks is definitely utilize the DAS pass, the disability mm-hmm. access service. It is an amazing mm-hmm. service for families. But what I have from clients a lot of times is they try to do the the pre-registration of 30 days out and they get so stressed out because either they can't connect or maybe something goes wrong or whatever. They don't know what to do. Do not stress out about that. The pre-registration is great. It will save you some time. But if you don't keep registered, it takes you literally five minutes at the beginning of your vacation to take care of it. It is that fast and that easy. So do not stress if you can't get pre-registered. I recommend trying, but if you don't, also when they pre-register you, a lot of times they will give you attractions that maybe aren't quote unquote the best because some of the ones they they don't pre-register are your rock and roller coasters, your Tower of Terrors, your Space Mountains. Those are the ones you can easily do when you get there. So what Mm -hmm. I've told clients too, when I see their the Disney Experience account, I'm like, oh, I see you've got a two o'clock Jungle Cruise and a four o'clock Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. That's great if you want those. Let's discuss maybe deleting those as soon as you get there and maybe get you a Space Mountain and we'll get you a Big Thunder <laughs> at like yep. 10 or something. Yep. Exactly. Really, it's not even the attraction, it's the times they set up because that's, yeah. just, that's the way their system works. So do not right. stress out about it. Again, no. talk to your travel planner, me, pick us. Um, you know, we're happy to help you on that as well. But if you're stressed out about it, don't. It's going to be okay. It literally. We also fun. have a kiddo who qualifies and we use DAS ah. when we travel mm-hmm. together. And yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly. That pre-registration is cumbersome. It takes a long Mm -hmm. time. Sometimes you get disconnected. And like we've already said, there's no reason to stress about anything else in your life. You got enough going on. It's so easy to just go to guest services. And I always tell clients, don't go to the like big one that's right there towards the Mm -hmm. entrance of every park. 
walk into the park a little bit further and look for a blue umbrella. Mm. There will be no those, line. Those people are wonderful. Right. Yep. The, and I love this people. You get the same service. Yes. It's the, it's their, their same. guest relations mm-hmm. there and yep. they're, they're ready to help you. You'll find multiple cast members without anybody mm-hmm. in line in front of you. Everybody stopped at that main one toward the entrance. Just keep walking yeah. by. You'll right. see another one and can take care of it so much faster. And right. I will tell, I will say that that happened um, when we were just in the parks, we, we met up with um, my sister-in-law and her husband, and they were traveling with a friend who does need the accommodations of the DAS mm-hmm. pass. And so of course they're all on that with their, with their friends, right. well, Brady and I weren't, but literally they just stopped at the blue umbrella, like, Hey, they just joined us. You know, can we get them on? It was mm-hmm. no problem. They just do, 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 do. Yep. Oh, do you want us to add them to those? Okay. Do, do, do. Like just added us. It was super duper easy for that day and they were very accommodating so yeah so it's whenever i had my my incident last summer where i was in the hospital for a night and we went to the parks like a week later um you know i i got the das pass for myself and i was able to put on different people you know we went to a blue umbrella and and i was able to add you know a few of the agents that were with me we were able to do a few things here and there and so yeah it really is that simple utilize those blue umbrellas they're amazing, mm-hmm. They're amazing great. cast mm-hmm. members. Again, with kindness, because sometimes you don't get the answers you really, really want. Uh, but it's like a parent. They know what's best for you. They're going to take care of you regardless, I promise. Mm-hmm. So as we kind of wrap this discussion up, one more topic. I want to talk about all-inclusive. When you're leaving the country and you're going to resorts in Mexico or the Caribbean or wherever. Um, and I have not done a lot of these. I've booked several, but I've not experienced a lot of them on my own. Um, but one of the things I do that I do know because whenever I went to Mexico for the very first time, I was nervous as a wreck because I'd never been. And it was just me. And so mm-hmm. even though I'd been talked through it by, by Jen and by several other people who'd been many times, I'm still like, once you're there, it's like, am I going to the right place? Am I going to the right? What am I doing here? I don't really, <laughs> sure. I don't really know. A one travel hack that I remember very specifically, and this is Cancun, and I'm assuming other places will do this too. But when you set your transfers up, they have a transfer area where all your transfers will be, your shuttles and people like that. As you walk through the airport, you walk through that area, you will have dozens and dozens of people holding up forms, yelling at you, talking to you, saying, sign with us, sign with us, you're mm-hmm. supposed to come here. They will tell you, hey, do you have this form? Do you have that form? They're wanting you to stop. They want to engage you to tell you that, oh, you don't have everything you need. You should come with us. Who knows where they're going to take you? It may be just a timeshare thing. We don't know. But if you have your transfers in hand and you know what your transfers are, you have your confirmation number, especially if you work your travel agent, just keep walking through, ignoring all the noise, get to your shuttle, and you're going to be okay. That's a huge thing I try to tell my clients as well. Hey, I know they're going to sound important and you're going to sound like, did I do the right thing? Maybe I should listen to this guy over here. Don't. Just go. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. Get in, get in your, find your shuttle people. They should be very identifiable. I know yes. with Lomas Travel. I know with um, um, Amstar. Amstar. With... I was trying to think of Amstar. There's many yeah, other so ones. Yeah, yeah, many other ones. Those are two that I'm familiar with. They have specific outfits, specific vans, whatever. You know, just make sure that you don't pay attention to all that. You have your transfer set up. You'll be okay. So uh, travel hacks, all inclusives. What do we need to know? I love to bring my own Yeti cup. Because uh, all inclusives, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you can go to the bar as many times as you want, but there's usually a long line to do that. Right. They can become crowded mm-hmm. spaces. So I take my 30 ounce Yeti, I get whatever I want, and I can sit by the beach or by the pool for a long time before I need a refill. Smart. Nice. And plus, That's it a- keeps it nice and cold because it does. Yep. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, yep. you're just going to get a plastic cup with a straw. And it's like sweating, about, right? It's sweating. There's like <laughs> barely eight ounces with ice in that cup. And you're going to need another one of those stat. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah that's, that is a, that is a, that's a good travel hack. Um, I would say, oh, good travel hack. I mean, there's, there's several. 
when you're like around the pool or at the beach, mm-hmm. I like to start it. And of course, definitely you need to give gratuity at all. Yes, at absolutely. Mm-hmm. Unless it's specifically one that doesn't. Okay. So sandals, unless you're at a butler level, you're okay. They don't accept gratuities. Right. However, the majority of other ones, they'll say that they're included, which ish, um, they are ish. highly recommended. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just start off your day if you're at the pool. Like, I just like to start with like a 20 because then guess what? That server is going to be checking mm-hmm. on you very regularly. Right. And it just, it just sets up a good relationship for the right. day. And like later mm-hmm. on in the day, you can, you know, do another five. You don't mm-hmm. have to do another 20, you know, it doesn't even have mm-hmm. to be a 20, but I'm just saying, if you start up front, you are going to get some better service and same thing with housekeeping. I you know, make sure you leave the housekeeping you know, I, I like to leave a five every day and it's a different person every day. So, or it could be a different right. person every day. So don't just right. assume like, Hey, I'm mm-hmm. tipping the first day and it's going to go the whole way through. So I just say a little goes a long way. In yeah, the I, I, industry. I encourage my clients to tip generously if they can mm-hmm. um, take, take ones and fives and tens with you. Uh, don't, uh, don't, have don't get there down. just with your debit card or credit card, try to find an ATM because it's a much harder don't, process. Don't, don't do, do it. Not. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, don't do and it. so, you know, I reckon people recommend, you know, how much you take. Honestly, the last time I was there for a week, I think I took like two fifty in ones, fives mm-hmm. and tens. Keep it safe on you. Obviously put it in a safe place on your person. So where it can't be picked or in your safe <laughs> or in your safe as well. Um, but have those, those, those singles available to give to people mm-hmm. to put a five down, to put two, two tens or 20 down in somebody's hands if you need to, because it's just, it is. You're right. Um, and, and much like a lot of people here in this country, they depend on those tips. A lot of people are supporting mm-hmm. their families with those tips. You know, they really support their families. Well, after COVID, I, COVID really yes. hit them hard. Yeah. And yeah, so, because did. they mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of the same, you know, in the U S we had a lot of different support systems right. Um, right. that kicked in from the government level. Mm-hmm. That was not the case in other countries. I mean, I'm sure some other countries had right. it, right. but let's say specifically in those countries with all-inclusive resorts, mm-hmm. many of them didn't have that support. So the gratuities really do go a long way for yes. those folks. Very the good. other thing I always bring, cash is king, right? That's always the, the right. universal language of gratitude. But I usually travel with some chocolates in my bag. So I'll go to oh, Target or something like that and nice. just pick up mm-hmm. like just a treat because a lot of times I do this, whether I'm at an all-inclusive or on a cruise, they don't have access to the same kind of products that are so easy for us to get. And, and it's consumable. They often don't have a ton of space in their cabin or their accommodation. So this is an easy something that just makes them feel special. I can write a handwritten note uh, on top of a really great gratuity. That's it's great. Idea. It's really, really good. I really, really good. Like that. your chocolates will survive the heat. <laughs> <laughs> they always go in my checked luggage in between Sorry. layers so that good even idea. if it's sitting out on the hot yep. tarmac, it's somewhat protected. Yeah, kind of. Good idea. Good. So very good. Any other thoughts on anything that maybe came to mind as we were discussing? Here, traveling with kids. We've talked about that a little bit. And uh, one of the biggest challenges in traveling with children is sleep. You're in a hotel room. You're outside mm. of your regular space. And I know that hotels all have blackout curtains, but there's always like that little gap in between, right? The sun comes in Mm -hmm. and inevitably you're going to have a kiddo who wakes up the minute the sun is peeking (laughs) At the crack of dawn. Right. And so grabbing a hanger, this is like my best hotel hat. I love this. Grabbing a hanger out of the closet, the one that has the clippies on it and clipping Mm -hmm. the two panels of your blackout curtains together you're going to, that's like two hours of bonus sleep right there. Just do that. One, one hour extra per, per clip. You're good to go. The first time I saw that hack, I was like, where has this been my whole It's life? such a genius yeah. thing that nobody <laughs> thinks so about. Smart. It's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, all right. Now I have to ask you just personally for both of you guys, are you a live out of your suitcase for the several days you're there or do you unpack into the dressers? 
I unpack. I unpack. I I, I, yeah. Oh, we're all unpackers. Yeah. Unpack. Whether it's the family or it's just me, I will unpack. And I hate an uh, untidy space. Yeah. So yeah. we like whenever we go, because there's not a lot of guys in our agency, Sarah. So whenever we go, I always end up rooming with our, our good agent Cliff. And so he lives out of a suitcase and me, I'm putting stuff in the drawers. I'm like, are you going to take this drawer? No, you're good, man. All right. So I take the drawer too. And then I have a drawer for dirty clothes because they're all <laughs> empty. I'm one for dirty clothes. And two days later, I'm like unpack, putting everything back in my suitcase. And I mean, I'll do it for two nights. I really will. I will unpack uh, to kind of spread out a little bit. And if I'm, a, if I'm in a room by myself, I will literally take that extra bed and just spread out stuff all over it. Um, because it's me and I don't, I don't care. So yeah. I think packing cubes are clutch if you're an unpacker mm -hmm. on vacation too, because yes. you can just pick mm -hmm. up that cube and stick it in the drawer. And often then at the end of the trip, one of those cubes becomes the dirty laundry cube. So that's real mm -hmm. easy to just throw that in the laundry when we get home. Mm -hmm. It just keeps everything organized. I, I don't Absolutely. use packing cubes. And I guess I Why? should because everybody talks about how good they are. They are um, game you know. changing. And Sarah, I just got a new packing cube that is a compression packing cube. And can I oh, tell you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, mm -hmm. I just I just had normal packing cubes. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to get these. Like, So thanks the for best. telling me about it. Okay. <laughs> Jen, do you roll your stuff to get it in the cube or do you lay it flat? So I typically most of it I roll. What do you do? I'm a flat layer. Oh, you're a flat layer. Which okay. in the compression cubes, you'll have to try this. So okay. the key is to fold it as close to the size of the packing cube as you can get, right? So like my okay. shirts, I just sort of like lay the shirt in the cube and fold it up in half and kind of tuck oh. in the sleeves. Okay, yeah, then, yeah. Then my clothes come out less wrinkled when I get to wherever I'm going. And nice. the compression works to get them even flatter than if they're rolled. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to try that for this for mm -hmm. this next trip. It sounds like content that needs to be made. <laughs> I agree. I feel like it's like, here's, here's the cube where I roll and here's the cube where right? I lay Let's flat. count how many t-shirts can we get in <laughs> each way. Do? Love it. Yeah. And this uh, is going to be for a 10 night trip. So. Okay. Yeah. Then your it. compression cubes are going to really be amazing. This is, yeah. And I just bought my husband a set. So I invested heavily in packing cubes. Okay. <laughs> and then nice. I always wear my most bulky pair of shoes onto the airplane. Oh, yeah. No, that's mm -hmm. smart. Don't put those in your suitcase. See, even no, that, it's I too hard. that I knew yeah. my sandals because go in the suitcase, my, my, uh, my sandals that I like to wear with socks just to make our, our agent kind of, no, talk no, mad. no, you're not allowed to wear <laughs> sandals. No, just stop. No. Um, <laughs> also Sarah, on agent, our, oh, on I was going to tell her about on our first all inclusive. Again, I had not been on all inclusives, but I knew better than wear socks and sandals because you know, it's kind of a fashion faux pas, but, uh, we were all going out to dinner kind and just of. for funsies, I was like, I'm going to wear socks and sandals because I think it's hilarious. And I'm going to watch Kyla and Jen squirm because I'm wearing socks and sandals. Well, Jen decided that she was going to skip dinner and just go to sleep because it'd been a long day of travel for her. And of course, Kyla saw me. <laughs> was so she, tired. Was like, she was like, no, you can't, you can't stand by me. That's just, why are you, what are you doing? And of course the joke was ruined because Jen didn't show up for dinner. She couldn't be bothered to show up because she'd only had like, listen, I had literally, I was up until midnight and then I had to wake up three and then my first flight was canceled and I have to take the other flight and then <laughs> I had to lay over and it was a whole thing. And it was oh, travel. Oh, Box travel. Sandal seems perfectly on brand for you, David. I would have taken a photo with you and we would have laughed about it real hard. <laughs> Oh, I have a photo with a very appalled look on her face and I'm pointing out, <laughs> which I don't really do socks and sandals. Uh, well, actually I don't, and I don't do Crocs either, uh, much as, uh, as, as it's, I'm teased about them. I don't actually wear Crocs either. So maybe I should, if I'm going to get the brunt of the jokes about them, I might as well just go ahead and go, go all in, go all in. Yeah. Buy me some gibbets that go in little holes there and make sure I stand next to Jen for every picture. Hey, look, oh my Jen, gosh, no. Crocs. Stop. <laughs> Jen, you're going on a cruise very soon. When you're, you're leaving uh, like a couple weeks, right? Yeah, I leave at the end of the month. Um, the cruise departs on the 22nd, so mm -hmm. I leave the evening of the 20th. And nice. I will be...
Very nice. Very fun. So where can people follow you online to follow all the adventures of the cruise and all the fun things you got coming up later this summer? Yeah, um, you can follow me at Upon the Star Jen or my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny. And of course, we'll be posting on the agency page, et cetera, et cetera. Of course. Of course. All of the things. All of the things. things. Uh, and, and Sarah, I mentioned earlier how great your Instagram is. It really is. You're one of my favorite followers. I love all the stuff that you post, and I steal it from my very own, and I give you credit because that's what I do. But uh, where can we find you, Sarah, online? Uh, on Instagram, I'm Sarah Goes Bananas. That's Sarah with an H. Or if you just want to head to our agency uh, website, we're purplebananatravel.com. Very nice. Find me online on Instagram at the Magic on a Dollar, and find me, of course, on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar on both sides. And of course, upon a star travel, we're on all the places like Jim mentioned TikTok and Instagram and, and Twitter and all those places as well. And of course, the MSC podcast. You can find us uh, at all those places as, as well. And Disney Demystified, Disney Vacation Demystified. I saw the last episode you guys had it was April. Are you guys have new episodes yeah. coming up soon? We're, we're on sabbatical right now, but we will mm-hmm. definitely be back to podcasting get that i get that completely yep. of course you can find that all the podcast places too because i found it on itunes very easily i've listened to the last few i did i go back to the beginning which is why i asked you about purple banana the name itself but uh, you can definitely listen to uh uh listen to those online as well so sarah thank you so much for joining us this was a lot of fun thanks for having me this was a ton of fun i'm yeah. glad you came and jen i'm glad you're back i'm glad we don't have to talk about all stars anymore because now you're here that's for sarah for jen i'm dave and hey don't forget to thank your venetians thank you for listening to the main street electrical podcast you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook at the mse podcast or visit our website at the mse podcast.com Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true. I'm going to say that again because I think I said Venetians. Venetians? I did say Venetians, yes. Are we thinking the Italian? Maybe that's a joke I don't get. I don't know. I'm looking at the blinds right now. I'm just Um, literally, I'm like. For Jen and for Sarah, I'm Dave. And don't forget to thank your Venetians.